the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. I'm joined by Joe Ferraro, and we're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Barbecue Apopka. We're getting our weekend started off just right. We encourage you to do the same. Come on and join us for lunch at Porky's. have a great show for you today. It's packed with... We're looking forward to being packed with guests. None are here right now, but uh, I'm anticipating several different guests. Of course, it's a lot going on. There's a lot going on with high school sports around the state of Florida, and especially at Apopka High School. And we'll be talking about a variety of sports on the show today. Before we do uh, start that, I want to remind you that our program and all the programs you hear right here on 1520 WBCW are supported by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your pro- has your solution. And in fact, in the best Apopka tradition, Florida Door Solutions gives back. Florida Door Solutions supports Apopka Blue Darter Sports, Apopka Little League, and our local schools and many charitable organizations in the Apopka area. And of course, Blue Darter Athletics. So when you have garage door problems, call the company that has your solution. That's Florida Door Solutions, and you can get them at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com, or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. We look forward to being joined by John Perry on the show today. In fact, I see him pulling up right now. We also look forward to being joined by Coach Mike McDaniel of baseball. Of course, we uh, embarked upon the postseason this week. We had a great win, opening night win, Monday night, which we were able to broadcast for you uh, over Week Hiva, 10 to nothing victory there. Then travel, that put us uh, in a game next with Olympia on the road on a Tuesday, and we uh, you know, lost that one in an elimination game, uh, ending our season. But we look forward to being uh, joined by Coach Mike McDaniel um, on the show today. Of course, kind of a, a season that had its challenges, but also on a positive note, a season that ended with what six uh, victories and uh, a six out of seven uh, string wins near the end of the season down the stretch before uh, bowing out to Olympia. Also, we look forward to uh, possibly being joined by Russell Wombles. In fact, there he is athletic director and possibly even coach Rolson on our show today and, and, and coach McDaniel as well. So we've got a packed lineup for you and it's great to, uh, to be with you. Thank you for joining us today on Blue Darter Sports Central. Well, John Russell, thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for having us, Roger. I'm good to see uh, y'all. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been able to be up here. And, John, uh, let's go to, to Russell first of all. And, of course, one of the, the big stories, well, Maybe John can share his microphone as we're getting Russell all uh, geared up here. Is um, you know, Apopka softball is one of the big success stories in Apopka high school sports this year, and they're continuing their quest through the postseason successfully. Of course, at one point during the season, uh, they were ranked number uh, number one in Class 9A, which will give you a little insight into how well they're doing. Uh, just can you just talk a little bit in general, Russell, about Apopka softball? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, well, we we are number one in the state at this point. We did drop it one time after losing one game. We're currently 25 and one, and uh, which, by the way, is a school record at a school that's you know rich in softball history. So that's pretty solid. Uh, we're ranked number one in the state, and according to one of the national polls, of course, there's numerous. According to one of them, I believe we were ranked 12th the last time I looked. Uh, and the best thing about it is we start four freshmen on the infield, and we have a junior pitcher, and we have one senior who is a you know really quality player, and 
other than that, we're going to be rock solid for quite a while. So and we, we feel really good about our, our chances. Played played great the other night in our first region game. We have enough tough, tough region game coming up Tuesday night at, uh, at Dr. Phillips. And, um, and John, you know you've covered the team closely this year. Yeah, the, all of what Russell said there was is you know accurate, and and it just it's this team is finds a way to win. I mean they you look at their stats, and yeah, they they hit the ball fairly well. They score runs at a decent clip, but but they don't they're not beating teams you know necessarily twelve to nothing every game. Uh, for, for instance, against West Orange, they you know two of the the three regular or two regular season games were both in extra innings. Then the district championship game was two to nothing. So, I mean, they just find a way to win. I mean, you know, they they're pitching and defense is is from my vantage point has really guided this team with clutch hits. Uh, you know, they can pound the ball. That don't get me wrong, but it's not a it's not a team that relies on on scoring seven or eight runs every game just to just to get a victory. And uh, so, uh, I know Mike McQuithy's been doing this for quite a while now, and, and uh, he's I know he's excited about this team. And, and then as the future, as Russell mentioned, uh, you know. Uh, with with four seniors starting on the infield, and and they're, if they're starting for McQuithy, they're they're pretty good. I mean, they normally they might be a junior or senior, you know. They're they're quality players, and so uh, you know this this game against uh, Dr. Phillips on Tuesday, uh, Popka defeated Dr. Phillips during the regular season. Uh, that being said, you know you just don't know. And and real frankly, I think it's probably, and this is just my opinion, uh, probably better that Dr. Phillips had that uh, uh, grand slam to beat uh, West Orange in the regional quarterfinal game because that would have been the fourth time a Popkin West Orange would have knocked heads this year. And West Orange is not having a typical West Orange year, but they're still very good. And anytime you take a team to extra innings twice, that means you you know one more hit somewhere or an error, you could have won the game. That's a great point. It's always tough to beat a good team four times in one year. Yeah, I mean you talk about three times in basketball and baseball and softball that kind of thing, but uh, the fourth time could you know, and, and this is the one time you want to win. So uh, you know, anyway, hopefully, I mean I know the girls will be focused and they you know. Uh, if they were fortunate enough to win at Dr. Phillips on Tuesday, then they would host the regional final. And, of course, that's the last step before the state tournament, uh, which would be the, the following week. Well, you, what John said about – I will tell you this. I've, I've been around two or three years. Um, defensively, I, it's as good a team as I've ever seen, ever, on the high school level. I mean, they're, they just, I mean, they're rock solid. And, you know, and the irony about them is, is going back to – we were talking about the four freshmen on the infield. This is a team that, in a lot of ways, is actually led by the freshmen. <laughs> I mean, our freshmen are actually uh, some of our leaders. I mean, we just had the All-Metro Conference voting the other day, and both our shortstop and our second baseman, who are freshmen, uh, their first team All-Metro, along with uh, our pitcher. And uh, and we had also, by the way, we also had the academic uh, student athlete of the year for softball, Michaela Fisher, as a senior. Um so and Mike McWithy was named the coach of the year. We had three three young ladies on the second team, and the, the cool thing about this team, and I don't uh, I don't want to jinx them or anything, but this is what I see different from them and, and most teams I've seen in the past at Apopka, as well as most teams I see now in Central Florida. Is, they swing the bat one through nine. I mean, uh, it, there's no easy outs. I mean, our number nine hitter the other night, I, I think she had. I know she had she, she hit two balls to the fence and uh, had a big hit, and I think someone made a great play on another play. So and she was a pinch hitter. She came in uh, as, as a pinch hit, okay. as a pinch hitter. But she, you know, first pitch she saw of the game, she slaps a double off the right center field wall. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they swing the bat one through nine. They, they don't strike out much. They put the ball in play. They make teams make plays, and defensively. Uh, they're they're just solid. I mean, we have a couple of freshmen that you know, if they, if they were seniors right now, uh, would I would not be surprised if they were, <laughs> they would probably be recruited by Division One schools now. So I mean, right. they, it's that kind of talent. It's the type of talent that I just haven't seen that many kids uh, part of. And again, 
mentally tough kids and nothing seems to bother them. You know, big, they need a big hit, they figure it out. You know, we scored two runs the other night on a sacrifice fly. Right. You know, just because that's just the way they play. They don't, they don't take anything for granted. When the young lady tied, tagged up at second, she was not thinking, okay, I'm going to trot over to third and take my free base. She was going hard the whole time, hoping for some kind of slight mistake. And as soon as it was a slight bobble, she took off. So uh, it, they're fun to watch. They're a lot of fun to watch. Great to get that update, and we'll continue to follow their progress. Of course, as Russell said, Popka Softball's next game as they travel through the postseason is with Dr. Phillips. And when is that game once again? Tuesday. Tuesday at Dr. Phillips at 7 p.m. Now we're pleased to be joined by baseball coach, Coach Mike McDaniel. Coach, great to see you today. Thanks great for coming to see you guys. Us. Thank you for having me. Of course, as we mentioned earlier, we um, finished up our postseason uh, this week. We had the great game Monday night versus Wekaiba, 10 to nothing victory, which we broadcast on WBCW, and then which put us into a next round game, an elimination game at Olympia, and we uh, lost that one uh, on Tuesday. Can you just have you first of all? Can you share with a little about about the the, the postseason games first, Wekaiba, and then then Olympia? Yeah, you know, we um, played pretty well against Wakaiva. Uh, Jared Tyner gave us a, a great start there. Uh, I believe he gave up maybe two hits in, in five innings. And, uh, you know, we swung the bats really well uh, against Wilkerson, who who is a, re- a very good pitcher, um, you know, a guy that, that we felt like was going to prepare us for the next day because of his breaking ball, uh, which is very good. And, and you know, it was very similar. Um, you know, it was, it was nice to get that, that first one out of the way, and the kids, you know, had some confidence. And, you know, we also had to try some things in that game because due to some injuries, we had to move some guys around. And so, um, you know, the next day we, we, we go to Olympia and um, – Face Whitehead, uh, who's you know Justin Whitehead is one of the, the the top pitchers in Central Florida. He's going to go to uh, University of North Florida, and he had his good stuff that day. And we made a couple mistakes, and that was the difference in the game. Um, so you know, anytime that that you play uh, anyone in our district, you, you know you're going to have to bring it, and if you don't, uh, you, you're going to get down on the, on the backside of it, and, and that's what happened to us. Yeah, we played pretty decently over at Olympian. Yeah, I couldn't help but thinking, like, your thoughts over there, you know, as we've talked about. We had a season where a lot of breaks, you know, didn't go our way this season, you know, for uh, long stretches of periods of time, um, you know, in addition to other challenges that we had, but uh, before we had the winning streak there at the end of the season. And I couldn't help but think during that, that one big inning Olympia had, and, you know, uh, it was one nothing when I got over there in the second inning, and, you know, we're clipping right along kind of a typical postseason game between two good teams and two good pitchers. And then we had that one inning, which I think started off with an error, if I'm not mistaken, and then, uh, you know, guy who, you know, you know, one of those guys that was playing out position um, due to the injuries and so forth and then I don't remember every single batter but during that particular inning they got two what I call seeing eye base hits <laughs> two dinks that fell in for, for legitimate base hits you know in the perfect spot uh, we also uh, Stallings actually struck out a guy that uh, that got on base um, so it was just one of those nightmare kind of innings and it was more I mean it's anyway, I'd just like to, to share, share, share your thoughts on that yeah you know you create your own breaks in this game and sometimes um, when uh you know, you make an error, and they they dump a couple in. Um, you know, that's just you know we talk about mojo. You know, having the mo, and and they kind of created a little momentum for themselves. And you know, it's it's the baseball gods. You know, when you when you don't do the things you're supposed to do, they they always seem to come back and get you. And um, that was kind of the, the you know the story of our season is, you know, if we make one play here or one pitch there or get one hit, you know, in a different time during the game, um, you know, it's, it's completely different. And but you know, we create. That ourselves as a team and you know we learned that along the way you know throughout the course of the year and, and you know hopefully some of our young guys that, that are returning will you know use that as motivation um, you know to make themselves better so we we create you know the positive vibes you know moving forward and you know you know as well as anybody this district is extremely tough 2015 is the last time they've won a district championship and before that it was 2004 um, you know, they've been in a regional, uh, I want to say, uh, three times in the last eight years, something like that. So, I mean, just the competitive nature of our, of our district is, is incredible. Uh, but we wouldn't want to have it any other way. Uh, we want to play the best. And, you know, there, there was, you know, no 
easy games or no easy road on our schedule at all. And, um, you know, when you get to the district tournament, you know whoever you're going to play is going to be very, very tough. And, and, you know, that's something that we know moving forward and, and our kids know moving forward. And, you know, we played a lot of young guys uh, all year long. Yeah, I'd like to talk about you know, your reflections on the season and looking ahead to next year when we come back from our break. Friends, we're listening to Blur Sports Center. We've got an all-star cast with us today. Russell Wombles, athletic director, is joining us. John Perry's here. Coach Mike McDaniel's joining us. Of course, Joe Ferraro is here. We might I heard a rumor we might even be joined by Coach Rolson. So uh, come on up and join us at Porky's. If you can't, just say, stay tuned. We'll be right back on Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Apopka. 56 East Main Street, which is also Highway 441. I invite you to come on up and join us. Before we go back to our coaches and John Perry and Joe Ferraro today, I want to let you know, uh, give a big shout out to Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com. Of course, they support Blue Darter Sports, all of our Blue Darter Sports broadcast on 1520 WBZW and all of the broadcasts you hear right here on 1520 WBZW. Dr. Patrick St. Germain, proud to be voted best chiropractor for now 10 years in a row. Joined by John Perry's joining us here at Porky's on the front porch. So is Russell Wombles, athletic director, and coach Mike McDaniel of baseball. Joe Ferraro is here, of course, as well. I did get a text. Coach Rolson will not be able to join us, but we look forward to catching up with him soon. And I'm also looking forward to talking to Russell and John about the blue and white game last night. But first of all, I'd like to go back to Coach McDaniel. And, Coach, uh, you know, if, first of all, if, if you had a chance to now reflect a little bit on this season, and uh, if so, can you share, you know, what, what your overall thoughts are? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's still young, you know, a couple of days removed. Um, and I think that any coach is always going to look back at things that uh, – happened during the course of the year you know good and bad and um you know myself and and coach sanders and coach Stoll, we've talked you know a few times um since then and um you know there it's not all bad um it's not all bad you know we got a lot of guys coming back we really only started one position player that was a senior all year long and garrett four and of course we didn't have him in the playoffs and uh, you know we lose uh, two senior arms that were really good for us in in tyner and stallings but we also return, you know, some really good arms. And, you know, it's a little scary because uh, we're all going to be left-handed. We, we return four left-handed pitchers, which I, I don't know that anybody in uh, Central Florida has uh, but Brewer and Prevask and um, you know, Regali and all those guys that got some innings for us this year, they're all coming back. Um, so, you know, the position guys, you know, such as Weaver, who, who we lost, you know, about three weeks left of the year, uh, he comes back and he was one of the leading hitters in the league. Um, so if he gets himself healthy and comes back and does the things that he's capable of, uh, Jose Class Jr. is probably going to be a first-team All-Metro player. Uh, you know, that was our biggest concern going into the season is who was going to catch. And lo and behold, this guy, you know, replaces a first-team All-State guy in Laura who hit 407 a year ago, and, and uh, Class was hitting 391 going into the playoffs and made one error in, man, I want to say 200-and-something chances. I mean, it was just a, a remarkable year from a kid who – once you put him in the lineup, you couldn't take him out. I mean, that every seemed to day, really improve over the course of the season. He improved tremendously, and that's a, a you know a huge sign for us coming back. That you know we had a kid that was a sophomore that played in every game, and Sulphur did a good job in in spelling him. You know, we we tried to get him some rest here and there, but he played every game as either the catcher or the DH, and and, and the same with Sulphur. Uh, and Sulphur may be an all conference guy. He hit three twenty. Uh, two or something like that. Uh, so he might be an all-conference DH kind of guy. Um, so, you know, we'll return some offense for sure. Um, 
you know, Hunter Kern stepped up at the end of the year and 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 did a good job in the leadoff spot and ended up starting you know in the playoffs. Uh, you know, he, he's returning and, and Moore's returning and Previsk is returning and uh, <laughs> Ty Green. Uh, I think he had three hits on Monday night. Uh, he's coming back. One of the guys that entered the lineup due to the the injuries and so forth. And yeah, really, really stepped up. Those guys took advantage of their opportunities, and we always talk about you know you, you don't have to get prepared if you stay prepared, and that's what we try to do with all those young guys is keep them prepared because you just don't ever know and and this was one of those those seasons where we didn't know and and there was guys going down uh in in droves it seemed like and you know those young guys stepped in and did a good job and and uh you know that's something that we can kind of look forward to and hang our hats on in the future is we got a lot of guys coming back and we got some you know some experienced pitching coming back and you know it's, it's always exciting but you know then again other teams do too so um you know we're going to continue to put together a tough schedule and we're going to you know continue to play in a tough district and i don't know maybe coach wommels can have some insight on the realignments and how things are going to work uh next year moving forward but there is some changes being made uh to the districts and to the um the way the 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 district setup is and the playoff format and all that kind of stuff so you know it's one of those things where we're we're going to have to learn that along the way too because we don't really know and and it's kind of a secret so maybe he can give us an insight on some of that well i don't don't think it's really a secret i don't know what the baseball districts are as of yet most of the districts have come out uh baseball is not one of them so we don't know the difference is going to be um um you will not have to play a district schedule the district tournament will be decided not on your district regular season record. It's going to be decided by a power rating that's established through max preps. So the bottom line is every team is going to be very similar to football as the way football stands. Uh, so what will happen is, excuse me, what will happen is, uh, you know, if we have seven teams in our district, they're all going to have a power rating at the end of the year. It's based on wins and losses. It's based on the quality of the opponent and their wins and losses. And it goes uh, three or four levels. Okay, it goes three or four levels. Uh, supposedly, it goes almost infinitely. Yeah, that's what they say. I, I don't. I don't really understand how anything can go infinitively. But anyway, uh, infinitely. Which, which is the correct word? In, in, yes. Okay. Just anyway. keep going. <laughs> so we'll have an English lesson later. It's a big the, word for you, man. The, the, the bottom line is, uh, the bottom line is, it's all going to be based on the power rating. So if someone comes in with a 73 and the next person is a 68, that's how the district tournament will be seated. It will not be seated based on your head-to-head records. Once you get into the district tournament, whoever wins that district tournament, they advance, just like they do now. The winner of the district tournament. Um, um, and then, so there would be like eight regions, and I believe uh, the top, the, the winners of the districts will advance. In, excuse me, four regions. I'm sorry. Yep, that, yeah, but four right. districts, four districts within the region. Okay. Exactly. So you follow me? There's four districts, four regions. So there's 16, uh, 16 spots for districts that come out of the district. Right. So what will happen is the people that win the districts, they advance. So you got four winners that advance the next four will be decided based on the power rating by max preps which will be recalculated after the district tournament so that's how you're going to get your playoff people the the district champions will be the number one seeds or excuse me they will host the first round and then from there the host will be determined uh based on their power ratings from there on out and in other words it's complicated it is and and just as an aside it would have affected boys basketball this year because apopka was upset by wakiva in the first round district tournament correct they were out of the playoffs the rest of the way if that power rating system had been they would have for sure been one of the top uh, for non-district winners in in the in the region, and would have continued as an at-large, uh, and now but it would have been on the road for the first round at least. But but you were still in the in the region playoffs at that point. But but it's working. I mean, you know, I was a little skeptical when they started it with football, and they've t- tweaked it a little bit, and it's gotten better. And I think this is going to be a little little rough for a year or two. But I think it's something that has some real merit. That I think that's really going to wind up getting the best teams advancing into the. Because as it is right now, if someone gets upset in the district, I mean, our boys' basketball team was ranked number one in the state, and they got upset in the semifinals of the district. They're done, you know. And with this format in place, one bad night is going to get not going to keep you from advancing. And so, that, so I think it's huge. And in the football thing, 
two years ago, we made it into the playoffs. It was the first year they did that. We made it in as the number. Uh, we we did not. We were not the district runner-up or the district champion. So we would not have made it otherwise. Well, but that wasn't the exact same thing they're doing now. That was no. that. That was that other just opponents and your record and everything. It was a different rating system. This max preps is completely different. But same idea of of uh, yeah. Popka finished third in the district that year. Went to the playoffs. Uh, won a playoff game. The West Orange second in the district and, and didn't go to the playoffs and man it was all over some social media I have a question I guess maybe with this is so does that mean that there could be multiple teams from a district yes, to go in yes, so there could yes. be there, there could, could be, be four teams so so our district you understand you know you guys all know how how right. tough it is and, and all four teams you know potentially could Advance is that is, yes, that, is that a scenario? If Popka wins a district tournament in baseball next year, let's say we have the same district. If Popka wins a district tournament, they're in. Okay, then they recalculate the power ratings. Maps preps does after the district tournament. Then they're going to take the top four non-district tournament winners from Region One. So what would happen is it could very easily be Lake Brantley, uh, Olympia, and West Orange. I mean, you could have three teams, or you could have someone who got beaten the first round of the playoffs, but you know they weren't district runner-up and and uh, the uh last year in football even though it is a different calculation same thought process of uh, popka west orange and uh Wakaiva went to the playoffs out of football this out of the same district so you know it's uh it, that, that is certainly a very much the a real possibility the positives definitely outweigh the negatives well, the guy that made the baseball schedule this year ought to be hit. Uh, so go ahead and reach over here. Yeah, and I was going to say, you need to have a conversation <laughs> with uh, whoever made out your schedule there this year. But I would almost I don't think we had a soft game the, the whole season. No, I would guarantee that's a top 25 schedule anywhere. Um, and, and that's, you know, maybe that's my fault. And, and But we knew that going in we wanted to play everybody who – would give us a challenge and and you know everyone wants to look at the record you know it's 12 and 15 but look at the teams that we've played they're all still playing it seems like and but that's what we want you know because that's what's going to prepare us to to have success in the future and one question to to russell uh, you know we played a number of several um out-of-state teams this year uh, you know top programs uh, how how are they going to be scored in this um you know, the, uh, process? max preps they say they have the ability to to calculate our record based on what they do where they're at as well okay so supposedly uh you know we're gonna we're gonna find out yeah the, the one thing about this that's different than the football last two years in the football you could figure it out yeah as long as you did the math right you could figure it out the max preps thing only max preps they're claiming a proprietary uh, method of doing it, and so you know, they're going to they're going to post it, and that's what it is. And, and there's no way to argue against it. And, and I, one question before we go, and um, might have to go a little bit longer on this break, depending on Russell's answer. But I do want to ask Russell a question because I mean, because I know that you're a leader in the FHSAA, and yeah, this is something we've talked I've talked with people about, not you, off off the air is personally I don't have a lot of confidence in max preps and the reason for that is I whenever we try to research you know, you know do our research for a game that, that, that their their information is chock full of inaccurate information in terms of schedules They've uh, never been right. you know um, sometimes they don't even have where the, 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 lo- the right games in the right locations and they're certainly not the right records um, anyway I you know say I, I can how did max preps get so uh, inculcated into the FHSAA and why did the FHSA why does they why do they have so much confidence in them to make these very important well, decisions? Well, first of all, just so you know, I, I spent many years on their board of directors, their representative assembly, their leadership council, all that. I am currently on none of those, but that doesn't you stop. You mean me. FHSAA? FHSA. Yeah. I am not other, other things, but not my, not FHSA. But anyway, uh, that really doesn't stop me from speaking my mind, as you it, probably it, would you know. know. The system so works and, so yeah. I had a lot of concerns about that. This started two years ago, and I will say this. They've put a lot of time and effort into trying to figure it out. Max prep swears that they now have it all figured out like john says we're not going to know we're going to have to trust it and after a year or two with the system if it doesn't just seem to be working out right they may have to adjust but they were going to have to trust someone to do it the fhsa doesn't have the ability to do that okay max preps has that ability so we just have to hope that they're right one of the big things is everyone is required to put all of their scores and everything in by a certain time at night and it's going to be a requirement if they don't do that they're going to be fined in the past, if you didn't do that, 
uh, it just made it inconvenient for people to find the information, right? Well, now, if you don't do that, they can't rank people. So if you don't do it, whether it be the coach or the AD or whatever, there's going to be a lot of issues. So uh, do I – am I in completely confident that – no, no. But I am much more confident than I was a year ago at this time when we were having the conversations. I've, I've, I've listened to Mr. Tommen, the executive director, his staff, representatives from Max Preps, and, um, you know – it's just something. Sometimes you just gotta you just gotta take a take a stab at it and see if it's see if it's gonna work. Listen, the idea and the concept behind trying to get the best teams the best teams into the playoffs is a good one. There's no perfect way to do it. This is the best option out there right now. I say let's go for it and, and rethink it at the end of each year. The, the one thing to be clear, the information that you say is wrong. What that's because coaches or athletic directors inputted it wrong or just didn't input it at all. That's Max Preps doesn't make emails or phone calls or whatever. That's all done by by those who should be doing it, be right, able to do it. Just, it's, it's supposed to. It's still wrong, but hopefully if it's, it's, a flawed, if it's a flawed process there, well, there, doesn't no, there, give me confidence the other process let, is going to be. Let, let, don't, listen, there are hundreds of ADs who feel the same way. They're, they're not sure either. But I will say this. Uh, one of the concerns, and supposedly they have this address, I don't know if you're aware of this, but scores can be put into max preps by anybody. So someone can go in and put the Apopka Olympia baseball score in. A, right. a, a, a right. fan. That's kind of my point. we got to figure out how to, how, to, how to access this. It's supposed this, to link this, up this straight from Game Changer to, to max preps. Well, and that's how we have, that, it, we have it set yeah. up to go straight from Game Changer to max preps, right. but it doesn't always translate. But what happens is... It does allow for anyone to put those scores in. So supposedly that's going to be changed. Some of the bad information you may be getting is because some random Joe put something in there that shouldn't have been put in. So supposedly they've got that fixed. A password, a PIN number for the coaches, the ADs. They're the only ones allowed to enter any information. Supposedly it's resolved. We'll find out. Time for our next break. Before we go to break, Jeff, we might need to have a little conversation with Robert Hostler about this <laughs> impending system. Sure. Anyway, he's the IT guy at our company. Anyway, friends, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with Coach Mike McDaniel, John Perry, Russell Wombles, and, of course, Joe Ferraro. John has to have a previous engagement. He'll be leaving us. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. We're coming to you from the front porch at Porky's. Getting our weekend started off just right. Joe Ferraro's here. Also pleased to be joined by baseball coach Mike McDaniel and a pop athletic director, Russell Wombles. John Peary, as uh, Joe announced at the close of the last segment, had to leave. But also, Coach McQuithy, if you're out there, we'd love to hear from you uh, via phone because we are we have been talking about a pop Blue Darter softball and their postseason quest, which, of course, the next game, as we t- talked about, is against Dr. Phillips as they progress through the postseason. And, uh, Russell, why don't we um, – I know we addressed it quite a bit last week, but I would like to have you just uh, again. Because we have um, you know new listeners listening every week, the fact that you know you will be leaving as athletic director to Popka, and you've got a new opportunity in the private sector. Can you just uh, address that briefly for us? The athletic director position. I'm well, sorry. Well, about your move. You know, your oh, about my move. Uh, like what I'm going to be doing, or what are they or, looking or, to do to replace like me? Or? Just, we got new listeners. I'm every sorry, week. I didn't hear everything. Yeah, you said. We, we got new listeners every week. Okay. You know, I just thought it might be something we should we should address, and we don't need to belabor it. But okay. Because we talked about it last week, but yeah, Russell will be leaving as athletic director, and can you just share a little bit about that that decision? Yeah, it was a real difficult decision. I mean, to the point where it, you know, it took me about three three offers to, to actually decide to do it. But uh, it's an exciting opportunity for me. It's in the field of coaching education, which is a passion of mine. I've been doing it for 18 years, more regionally and in the state of Florida. And it's an opportunity to do that, you know, on a national level. I'll be working with state high school athletic associations, school districts, uh, just you know, people all over the country, basically trying to, you know, to help 
those people help their coaches be better coaches, which then benefits all the kids, you know, provides good opportunities. It's really that simple. It's a passion of mine. And, uh, you know, I was fortunate at a, at, as a young coach to have some really good mentors. And, and uh, so I've tried to, you know, pass that information as long as best I could. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. I'll be uh, working from home. I travel as little or as much as I, I want to. So I, I kind of get to set my own uh, schedule, agenda, and how I how I do it. And uh, so it's just really exciting. Really difficult, though, decision. Um, you know, if I would have been the athletic director, probably any other place other than Apopka, the decision would have been really easy very early because it is a great opportunity. It's something my wife and I have talked about for a few years. You know, that if this position came open when I retired, it would be the ideal position for me to retire in. In all honesty, it's probably about five years earlier than I would like for it to come open, but uh, we don't get to choose when jobs come open. So it was either, uh, you know, turn it down or, or uh, you know, grab the bull by the horns and let's attack it, and, and that's what I chose to do. So anyway, so bottom line is uh, exciting opportunity. Leaving the Popka High School is tough. Keep in mind, I'm working from home. I live a mile and a half from the school, so I'm going to be the biggest fan the Popka High School has. Um, and maybe I'll be that irritating fan that nobody likes. I don't, I don't know. I haven't chosen which direction I'm going to go with it. There's a few of those around. Yeah, so, I think I know which direction so, it will go. So bottom line is um, I, I'm not going anywhere, and whatever Pompka High School needs for me, whether it be su- supporting, you know, whatever, in helping the new AD or helping a coach or helping a program, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there. So um, I'm excited about that. And um, – uh, as far as replacing me, I, I do know that you know the job's been been posted and advertised. There's some quality candidates already. I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm not doing the hiring. Obviously, that wouldn't make much sense. But uh, so I know uh, you know there are some good quality candidates. They're going to be accepting resumes, I believe, through next Wednesday, I believe. And then uh, I think the plan is right now. Nothing is set in stone. The plan is to. Uh, uh, have interviews towards the end of the month, and and uh, I think they want to have somebody in place as close to June one as possible. I, there are no, there are no certain dates because you know it will all depend on uh, you know who they choose for the position as to whether or not they're in county or out of county or out of state because there's so many different factors that would have to play in you know for for someone who's not certified in in Florida or in Orange County or whatever to uh, become certified before they could you know make a statement of of hire so there are no that i'm aware of no i get asked this all the time who's going to replace you and my first answer is how would i know that you know what i mean and i'm now being serious that's not the way you know these kind of things operate people think that decisions are made in advance and so forth that's not the way it works uh, i won't have a say in who the person is uh, i will I do care because uh, I want the next person to have every opportunity to be successful because I need for this school to be – it's my school. went there. I live here. My wife teaches there. My son goes to school there. We're blue darters all the way. So I want this school uh, to have the best athletic program possible. You know, as I said before, I really hate to see you go as an alumni, of course, as somebody who's you know passionate about Apopka Blue Dart, Apopka High School and, and Blue Darter Sports. You know, one thing that you really had, um, one of the many things you had, but was you know, I know you had that same passion as an alumni yourself, a former letterman in baseball, and you know that, that's not always something that you're going to find, even if somebody has like the on paper credentials. So. We'll certainly miss you. Certainly miss working with you in, in these circumstances. And of course, as you know, you still have an open door to to be on the show. But I, and it's one of the things I you know, love about Coach McDaniel, which you know I've shared with him, and I think everybody knows I've shared with our our, our listeners, is his passion of, for the history and tradition of Apopka High School and Apopka Blue Garter baseball, in his case specifically. But I don't want to let that overshadow the fact that I am excited, proud for you, and happy for you, and you know excited about this this new opportunity for you as well. Well, I, you know. Again, I, I would say it this way, you know, my wife and I, you know, all the decisions we try, we've tried to make throughout our lives is decisions that we believe put us in a position to make a difference, a positive difference, and have a positive influence. And, uh, you know, years ago when I coached and I stopped coaching and went into athletic administration full-time, I had so many people say, man, why don't you coach? You're a great coach. Why did you stop coaching? And, you know, when I reflect on it, I, I mean, the idea was that, 
you know, becoming an athletic administrator allowed me the opportunity to have a, a greater level of influence, you know. So if you're the athletic administrator, this is the way I kind of see it, is the coaches, that's your team that you coach. You coach the coaches, you know. And if I'm doing a good job coaching the coaches, they're going to do a better job coaching the kids and everybody wins. So instead of me impacting the baseball team or the basketball team, I get to have an indirect influence over everybody. So instead of me, you know, running a coaching education program in Central Florida or the state of Florida, I now get to have a level of influence that I take, I mean, I consider a privilege, you know, across the country. And uh, I'm just, uh, I'm I'm thankful for that. So, again, it's about, you know, trying to make a difference. You know, I mean, we all got to make a living, okay? But making a living is not near as important as making a difference. So. Russell Wobbles, friends at the Blue Dart Sports Central. We're joined by Russell and, of course, Coach McDaniel of baseball. And Jeff Ferraro is here as well. I did get a text from Coach Rolson. He won't be able to join us today, but we look forward to catching up with him um, hopefully next Friday as well. And, of course, next Friday is the, the spring game. And I'd like to shift and talk a little bit about football. And, Russell, I'm sure that you're keeping a close eye on spring practice. And um, did you go to the, the blue and white game last night? I was there, yes. And can you share a little bit about that with us? Uh, a lot of excitement. You know, uh, they were slinging the ball around a little bit. That was kind of fun to watch. And, uh, matter of fact, the last play was about an 80-yard touchdown pass. And uh, so, uh, you know, the fans were going crazy and stuff. You know, only in a pop there are you going to get three or 400 people out to a yeah. practice. Um, yeah, I am really regret that I, that I couldn't really, be there. I, know, I, I used to love to go, to go to the Blue and White game. You know, our coaches see it as a practice. And, and uh, you know, but it, 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 it's not like we advertised it or any. Matter of fact, I had someone say yesterday, why didn't y'all say we were having a Blue and White game? I said, it's a practice. I said, what do you mean to do? I'm, I'm going to put it on ESPN or anything. I get there last night. There's, there's probably 400 people there. I mean, it was just—it's amazing. It's, oh, it's a this, great tradition, a exactly. Yeah, it shows the passion. It shows the passion for sports in our community, which, which is what makes this such a special place. And you know, he, he knows growing up here and being the athletic director. You know, you know, from, from your father's lineage, like it probably started back in those times where athletics became a, a main factor in the lifeline of your school. And and when you Absolutely. see all those kind of people uh, at a, 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 as coach says, a practice. That's it. That's special. It doesn't happen everywhere, and that's you know. I get goosebumps talking about it because I, I do love this place, and I think that a lot of coaches love this place. And you know, credit to Coach Wombles because he's the one who's who's put some of these guys in these positions uh, over his his tenure here, uh, both times, in, in as the athletic director. And you know, we're all very privileged to be here because when you're on the outside looking in, Apopka is the place where, if you're a coach or or you're an athlete it's looked upon differently. It's like that's where you want to be, and that's where things, you know, are, are, are special. And you never know till you get inside of it, and being inside of it now, I can say 100% that that is, is always the case. And, and, you know, every day when you wake up and, and get to put on blue and white, it feels really good, and it's one of those things that uh, you can't take it away from somebody. Well, we take our break a little bit early and cause I do want to talk how, uh, more about spring football, um, the transition from Coach Drawington to Coach Rolson uh, in our final segment. Friends, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central, and we want to give a shout-out once again to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions and Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com for their support of Blue Darter Sports Central and all the programs you hear right here on 1520 WBZW. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Glad you're joining us today. We're coming to you once again live from the front porch at Porky's Barbecue, Apopka. Joe Ferraro's here. We're speaking with Coach Mike McDaniel, baseball coach at Apopka, and with Russell Wombles, athletic director. Before we go back to Joe, Coach McDaniel, and Russell, I want to let you know, of course, remind you that Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics supports all of our Blue Darter athletic broadcast on 1520 WBZW. And we encourage you to get over in Apopka and check out their 
brand new office on Park Avenue, right across from Kitland Nelson Park. At Baptiste Orthodontics, quality new braces can start as low as $129 a month, and their professional friendly staff provide the highest levels of customer service. Baptiste Orthodontics is also very pleased to support education in our community. In addition to their support of Apopka High School, Baptiste Orthodontics is a proud partner of 40 Orange County public schools. In Apopka, of course, they're located in the brand new office on Park Avenue right across from Kitland Nelson Park. Find out more at BaptisteOrthodontics.com. Baptiste Orthodontics looks forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2019. Now back to Joe and Russell and Coach McDaniel. And, Russell, can you talk more about spring football? And, uh, you know, of course, the, as we've discussed with Coach Rolls and himself, you know, it will be a, a big transition. And, 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 you know, the interesting thing is, and, of course, John, I think, had an outstanding interview with Coach Rolls, and I think it was his first interview after taking the job, where he talked about a lot of things, uh, core principles, foundational principles will remain the same, largely because Coach Rolson was instrumental in developing those core principles. You know, of course, he, his, he goes all the way back to 1999. Uh, he was on board for all three uh, state championships. Um, so, you know, he's got a long history playing a, a, a big role in the program, an influential role in the program. But, of course, some things will change as well. Of course, Coach Rolson has a different personality than Coach Darlington does. Coach Darlington did certain things his way, if you will. I know Coach Rolson will do certain things his way. Uh, can you share some, some light on, on the transition and what we, what maybe what we can expect that would be, might be different or even the same? Sure. First thing I want to say, though, as you were talking about Dr. Baptiste, that's one of our biggest supporters, uh, corporate sponsors for our athletic program, and we just really appreciate them. I want to say that publicly, and Dr. Baptiste himself is just a great guy. He's become a friend of mine, and he's passionate about high school athletics, and we're we're trying really hard to make him, you know, turn him into just a blue darter completely. That's right. We're outfitting him with everything. We expect him to wear royal blue no matter where he goes, so I hope he's listening to hear that. And, so, and one other thing, too, he, he came out to throw out the first pitch at one of the baseball he did. He games. He threw a and, oh, he sure did. Not strike. only a strike, it was on the outside black. Yeah, yeah he was, he's, at, at, the knee, at the knees. He's known for painting corners. Um, anyway, um, but, yeah, going back to the spring football, uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about Coach Olson, you know, who he is and so forth. Uh, you know, it was one of those things, you know, obviously we had a lot of people apply for the job. You know, as an athletic director, you, you, you kind of always got people in the back of your mind that you hope apply for a job if you have it open. And, and uh, he was he was one of a couple of people I was hoping would apply for the job. That didn't mean that was who we were going to hire. But it's just like, you, you know, it's like, man, I really think this would be a good fit. I hope they apply so that we have the opportunity to sit down and talk and compare them to other people to, to see. But in the back of your mind, you're always got an idea who you think is going to be a good fit, right? So uh, we're, you know, very, very blessed and fortunate that he did apply. And then we interviewed, had some great candidates, and we chose him for a lot of different reasons. But one of the biggest reasons is just like you said, uh, uh, his the core values that Apopka have had, had in their football program for many years, he was one of those people that helped uh, carve that out. He knows it inside and out. Um, so those core values aren't going to change. Kids are still going to be expected to act right. They're going to have to play hard, practice hard, you know, act right in school, in the community, and so forth and so on. If they don't do that, they're, they're, you know, that, that privilege of participating, putting that uniform on is going to go away. And they know that. And um, so from that standpoint, and obviously his knowledge, X's knows there's, there's not anybody any better. Uh, and, you know, they didn't, you know, we didn't, we didn't win those state championships and all those games when he was a defensive coordinator by accident. He played a large role in, in, in how that worked. Out and to be honest with you, uh, hey, I love Coach Darling to one of my best friends. But in all honesty, he's actually been to one more state championship game than than, than, than Coach had, Coach Darlington has, and not to say he's, that's not yeah, to say he's better. At, at, when he was a head at, coach at Osceola, they they lost in the uh, state championship game, in a game they probably would have won versus St. Thomas Aquinas, who was a national power. They probably beat them, except for they lose their quarterback the week of the game. So they were basically playing with someone at quarterback who just didn't you know didn't have a lot of time there so but it was a good ball game good close game uh personality wise uh he's demanding but he's demanding in a different way um i don't 
know that there's a right or wrong way to do things. Uh, it's about you know it's about a coach's ability to get the best out of kids. You know to help them grow and develop as a person first, as an athlete second, but. It's about getting the best out of kids. And, uh, you know, people do it, you know, differently. And uh, his his way of doing it is, is a little bit different as the leader of the program. And it's different being the leader of the program and being the defensive coordinator. And uh, so I do know that, that, that he's been well accepted and well received. I know the kids are just you know, super excited. The commu- I mean, the, the parents and, and so forth are super excited. And I know for a fact that we still, we still have the same, same standard of, of excellence. Yeah. Jeff is letting us know we're down to two minutes and I did have one more important question. If you can maybe, you know, if you can get the, 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 the Reader's Digest bullet points, but about the, I hear a lot about the, the changing of the offense. I mean, offense is a huge, you know, thing everybody's looking at and you know more passing personally i'd hate to see us go to too much passing because the running game has been so so good to a pop kid but um can you what are what are your thoughts and your observations listen i, I don't think you're going to see us go from from what we ran to the you know to a zero back backfield slinging it around 70 times a game so i don't think you need to worry about that i think what you're going to see and, and coach Rolson will be better to answer this next week but you're going to see a lot of multiple offensive sets uh, they're going to do a lot of stuff they're not going to sling it around like crazy they're going to throw it though they're going to throw it but they're going to throw it with a purpose, you know, and uh, it's not going to be, okay, well, it's third and long, we have to throw. I mean, everything that they do is going to be done with a purpose, and I will tell you this, the people he has running the offense, Bill Coggle and um, uh, Kevin Farkas, these guys are fantastic. Kevin was at uh, Lakeland, and Bill was a longtime successful head coach at, at Lyman, so these guys know what they're doing. It's just that you're just going to see it differently. It's really simple to say uh, we're going to throw it more. Don't I wouldn't put too much weight into right, that. And if you threw it five times a game, that exactly would be that would be more. classified as more. <laughs> but you are going to see the offense loosened, opened up a little bit more. With the I think the idea is going to be to get the uh, uh, defense kind of spread out a little bit, get them all out of the box to create running lanes. And, I think and, that's what you're going to see. Who's competing for the quarterback position right now? Well, you know, uh, our our quarterback would have been an all-world player, except for he uh, he got hurt again, so we don't know about his situation. Right now, uh, Lowman is, is running it right now. Well, friends, thanks for joining us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.